Hello everyone, you're listening to J Movie Talk, episode 142, as I'll be talking Black Christmas 2006. Alright, who's fucking with me? Joining me for this episode is returning co-hosts at this point. I mean, you've been on quite a few episodes. And I'm talking about the real queen of horror herself, the lovely Zena. Zena, how you doing, man? Hello, Jay. Hi, everybody. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, you know, uh, I couldn't talk about Black Christmas 2006 without you. What? Okay. Yeah. And... I mean, for anyone who's listening, the reason being is because apparently this is a, a favorite of Xena's, I believe. It is. It is a favorite of mine. Okay. So, and we're, we're going to talk about it because it's like, you know, um, I, I won't get into it right now, but, you know, I really love uh, Christmas horror movies. I actually have a thing for them, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, and, uh, like, there's a whole story behind why I love it so much. But we'll we'll talk about it. Okay, now now you got me kind of interested, you know, about the story now. So yeah. So um so right off the bat, uh did you see this movie when it came out at the movie theater? I didn't catch it at the theaters. I remember I did want to see it in theaters, but no, I actually watched it like when it came out, like maybe on DVD, I believe. So it was like it was a little while afterwards. Okay. What about no, I actually saw it when it came out at the movie theater, <laughs> and I have a I have a funny story in regards to this movie. So, uh, real quick, so when it came out and everything, and the theater that I went to see it at, so I go and you know I pay for my ticket and everything, and they say uh theater one. I was like, I've never been in theater one. What the hell is theater one? So <laughs> I go down the. Uh, go down to it and everything and i walk inside and this thing looks like a home theater it's like seven rows <laughs> and i'm like what the hell is this like who what celebrity house did i just walk into you know that's what they like say like a like a home theater for like some celebrity or something mm-hmm. and because i went with a friend of mine and we it we sit in there and I didn't, we didn't sit like on the seventh row. We sat like on the sixth row, right? And the movie was playing and everything. And that was, I forgot exactly what part it was, but it was like a jump scene. Mm -hmm. And I did not realize that there was this girl that was in the, like in the row behind us, behind me, I should say. And she jumped and I'm like, where the hell did you come from? I didn't see you come in here and I didn't see you when I came in. So when the hell did you get back there? And it was the freakiest thing ever. But uh, long story short, it, it it was a fun experience to see it in that small of a theater. With I mean, it, it was kind of full actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that was uh, my 
the introduction with uh, this particular version of the movie um and everything like that and yeah so but like i said we, we will talk about it um so of course uh for newer listeners to the show if you're listening for the first time or whatnot what I always do with this uh kind of go through the cast and everything so real quick uh the cast we have uh katie cassidy as kelly michelle trachtenberg as melissa mary elizabeth winstead as heather lacey chabert as dana Kristen cloak as lee adrian martin as miss mac crystal Lowe as lauren oliver hudson as kyle um and then it just kind of goes from there i won't even go into who plays billy and all that stuff because <laughs> we, we'll talk about that one when we get um and this movie was directed by um glenn morgan who if i believe they didn't really do a whole lot after this movie mm-hmm. um because they directed willow in uh 2003 that was the first movie then this was the second and then did three episodes of the revamped uh, reboot of uh, the X-Files. And that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> As a director. That's it. So, this movie in a way kind of killed uh, Glenn Morgan's uh, directing career, if you will. So, um, <laughs> well, I mean, it did. I mean, you think about it. Willard, then this, then takes like a 10-year what, uh, sabbatical away from directing and then do a couple of TV episodes of the X-Files. So, yeah um did did you see uh his version of willard i have actually what'd you think of it um i thought it was okay um i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not the biggest fan of even like the original one yeah neither am i so um even when i checked out this one uh i think i just watched it because my mom was watching it mom and sisters and so we kind of checked it out and i thought it was okay but it's been a Honestly, the last time I saw it was actually back in 2003 when it came out. So I don't know. I, I may need to give it like a refresh um, watch or whatever. But I just remember not really being about being the biggest fan. So, yeah. So maybe maybe that's one thing. Maybe a lot of people didn't like that. I don't think a lot of people really like this version of Black Christmas either. And I guess there was two strikes for him. And he was like, well, we're not going to give you a strike three. So you're done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But we are getting a third version of this freaking movie, which comes out on uh, Friday the 13th, December the 13th, actually. So, uh, yeah, real quick about that. Uh, what do you think about, you know, there being a third version of this movie that's going to be coming out? Honestly, I'm I'm open to it. I think that it's pretty cool that they want to do that because, um, you know, I, when I say this to people, they, they, they get really upset about it. I'm not huge on the original black christmas i'm not saying it's a bad movie it just really didn't do too much for me you know of course it's it's, i feel like it is a classic i think that it's you know it's a pretty cool movie like i like the concept but um there's just something about this uh 2006 version for me i know that it's cheesy i know that it's not perfect it's like (laughs) it tries to be a clever movie and they try to like tense it up and make it be a mystery and stuff like that but you know I don't know for me though it was just kind of like I I wanted a fun slasher movie and I'm a sucker for slashers and then it takes place around the holidays like Christmas heck yeah so um I kind of want 
saying I was just going down a rabbit hole. But back with uh, the 2019 version, I'm excited to check it out. I'm excited to check it out because this is for, I feel like it's for a new generation. You know, it's been um, some time, you know, obviously this, the second, well, not even the second one, the remake was made in 2006, you know? Um, and now with this one, it's just like, it's, it's obviously the world is different. Things are changing. You know, I really don't see anything wrong with it. Like I know I, you're on Twitter. So obviously you see this as well. There are so many people who do not want to see it at all. But what's crazy is no one was really talking about the original Black Christmas. No one was really talking about the 2006 version. So I really don't see it as a problem, you know? Um, I used to be one of those people where it's like I would have an issue with remakes, you know, but then it dawned on me, okay, I have a choice. I don't have to see this movie. I don't. I don't have to go to the theaters to see it. I don't have to watch it stream. I just don't. But, you know, there's a lot of people who's not like me. And they feel like they, they must watch it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, sometimes there's just some people who just go in already with a negative, you know, thought about it. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that this is going to be the best movie ever. I'm even telling you here that even though the 2006 version is one of my favorites, I know that it's not perfect. You know, I know that it's cheesy and it's a little bit, you know, ridiculous sometimes. Like, why didn't they just leave the house? You know, I just kept on asking. <laughs> Like, I, I get that, but there's just something about it I feel that I, I really enjoy, which we'll, we'll talk about. But um, hopefully I answered your question. But how do you feel about the 2019 version? I mean, I I was a little surprised that they were saying, like, hey, we're going to reboot it, remake it again type of thing. Because I was like, uh, you, you, I mean, you, the only movie that I know of that kind of gets that treatment uh, as far as just we're just talking movies not necessarily like horror movies but just movies in general that gets that kind of remake um treatment that's um what's the uh the freaking movie um because they just did it here with uh bradley cooper and uh lady gaga what's the what's the, what's the one i'm thinking oh, oh my god i can't remember uh -huh. i can't remember the name of it star is I born <laughs> yes that one that's it so i mean this is what the fourth version of that movie you know, but, you know, so it's like every generation gets a version of that movie. And that's something that they've been doing, right? So, I, I, I kind of don't have a problem with that. Um, But when it comes to, like, certain horror movies, if you're going to, I feel like, okay, you remake it once, that's fine. But twice, it's like, okay, now we're kind of, it's like, what do we, like, why, why this particular movie? You know what I mean? Like, why is this one getting that type of treatment? Granted, I, I mean, I'd rather this than, than you know, a true classic horror movie. You know, getting remade like every so often. Um, and me, I'm I'm a big fan actually of the original, um, and everything. Um, I thought it was funny when I found out that it was actually Elvis's favorite horror movie. So. Uh, that's, that's kind of weird um or whatnot and i mean it's it's one of two of bob clark's uh christmas films you know uh the other movie of his uh, a christmas story kind of get you know yeah. overshadows black christmas of course but this one came first for him and everything and then i mean the 2006 like i said i went and i actually went and saw it so i gave it a chance and everything mm -hmm. and there are 
are some parts of it that I do like, but then there's others that I don't. And like I say, we will get into it um, and everything. But it, to to your credit, as you were saying that about how you actually like this one over the original, I'm kind of mm-hmm. the same way with uh, A Town That Dreaded Sundown. Mm-hmm. I, I actually like the reboot of that a little bit better than the original because even though the original has a little bit more of a creepy vibe to it, it, it there is like certain points that just turns into freaking comedy hour especially with the deputy and everything and it's like what the hell were they thinking with this it's like you you trying to make a serious horror movie but then you throw all this slapstick comedy stuff into it so i i, I kind of understand like where you're coming from with this movie in regards to the rhythm because that's how i feel about um you know town that dreaded sundown so um so yeah so getting into this movie so the movie kicks off with um uh one of the characters in the sorority house claire and she's kind of you know she's wrapping some gifts and she's uh doing one for her older sister lee and everything and she's drinking wine and things like that it just she starts to hearing things and whatnot you think it's all oh, just the wind outside and this that and the other and then all of a sudden you see you notice that oh there's someone underneath the bed <laughs> or whatnot and this person gets a puts a bag over a freaking head and kills her and and, and that's your opening of the movie um yeah. like just just your thoughts on like how this movie opens with that type of a stinker at least you know, I, I like the way it opens because I feel like it kind of just throws you right into it. And it's like, she didn't even get a chance because I, I know that that happens to you sometimes too. Like say you put something down and you know, and then you're looking for like, where did it go? Like, I wouldn't think that there's someone in, in my room about to stab me with a pen. <laughs> <laughs> right? It, it happens so like fast. And on top of that, like the opening I really love the way this this movie is shot. Uh, the cinematographer, I don't remember his name, Robert Mc, McLaughlin, McLaughlin. I don't know. I have to look it up. But he um, he did such a great job. I feel like it's still, even though it's a slasher, it's very glossy. You know yeah. what I mean? If that makes sense. And I just really like that a lot. And even though it's like I wasn't like a huge fan, because I know that the, um, the cinematographer, he worked on some other stuff, like, he did do um, Final Destination 3. Mm-hmm. Um, he did this other one called uh, The Boy Who Cried Wolf. And then there was like, this made-for-TV um, short series called Harper's Island. And that was my show, okay? It was just such a great show. Um, and, oh, and another show that I loved and it got canceled. I noticed that there's a thing. Whenever I really love shows, they get canceled. So um, back in like 2011 to 2012, maybe there was this show that came on the CW called The Secret Circle about witches and warlocks. Mm-hmm. And he handled the cinematography for that. And that show was just beautiful. So I know he went on to do some other stuff. Like last I checked, he was doing, um, he actually did uh, Game of Thrones, yes. you know, and, and, and Westworld. So it's just like automatically, it's just like, I love the way the film looks. So there's that. And, um, again, I just like the fact that they kind of just throw us right into, like, okay, there's there's no way you can escape that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because usually, well, for the most part, with with movies like this, um, you, you kind of get to know, even, even if it is, like, the first 
person being killed in a in a horror movie like this you kind of get to know them but with her it was like no we're not going to let yeah. you get to know her <laughs> it's like no at all at all i mean she did have some great handwriting i guess you know yeah but it was like no we're, you you're not going to get to know her she just drinking some wine clearly <laughs> she kind of has like a like a dilemma that's going on but you're not going to find that out from her you're going to find out from a character later in regards to this right. it's like just get her out of there quick that, that was pretty much it <laughs> and then it, it flashed up Black Christmas it was like wow okay um so after that we we kind of go to this um a sane asylum basically <laughs> and uh Santa Claus is, is coming in and I thought it was funny. I don't know if you kind of thought about this, but with with the Santa Claus coming to this insane asylum place or whatnot, did it almost kind of have a feel like they were kind of poking fun at Silent Night, Deadly Night? That's what I thought, you know, and it was it was kind of predictable, obviously, what was going to happen. Yeah, it was. Um, and also, too, did you notice who who the security guard was? No. <laughs> Who? Who's that? The, the the black guy. That's the same dude that was in Bones. <laughs> you know the, the the crazy Ralph old dude. You know. Yeah. That was him. Oh. I, was like, I was like, what the hell's he doing here? So it was kind of funny because I mean Bones wasn't too far, you know, too far removed from from that movie. So it's like, yeah, he was okay. He was doing some stuff. And I mean, so the Santa shows up and we get this kind of, you know, the beginning of the backstory of Billy, Billy Lynn's and everything and why he ended up in this insane asylum. Um, what would you think about like how they kind of basically you, you get Billy's backstory through the course of the movie of like, how do you think, what do you think about how they did that with this movie? Um, honestly, it wasn't perfect. Like I, I like I keep saying, but like, I kind of like the fact that they gave him a backstory because within the first one, it's it's so much of a mystery. You don't really get too much of a backstory, but still at the same time with this one, you're getting information, but it's just, it's still not enough. You know, it's not enough because you want to know. It's just not enough. And and that's something that, that I can admit with that. But, and then even, you know, when they were explaining how he had like a skin disease and that's why he was yellow or something or not a skin disease, was it like a liver problem? Well, suppose, okay, so there's kind of a contradictory thing here because they say it's a liver problem, but at the same time, he supposedly he has yellow jaundice. So it's like, uh, Yeah, I don't know. So, and, yeah. and it was like, was he supposed to be scary? Because, like, no, don't get me wrong. Like, it, at first he was creepy, but sometimes there were some moments like when, when they would just abruptly just show his, his eye you know, moving around, I would be upset. I wouldn't be scared if I'm like, especially when, remember that drunk girl? She was in the bathroom taking a shower. <laughs> it's just that, and it's just like, I would be mad because it's just, why are you looking like that? Like, you know what I mean? Frantically crawling through the, through the holes and walls and just, just being weird, you know? He wasn't really too, like at first he was kind of creepy or he has his creepy moments, but he was just more weird, you know? Well, you didn't ask me all that. <laughs> Okay, so we're, the whole thing about him crawling through the walls, you okay, you should know exactly where I'm going to go with this. What other movie have we reviewed about someone crawling through the walls? 
Wait, 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 did we review people under the stairs? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. (laughs) And that's what it made me think about. It's like, like, is this what Roach was doing, you know, for all that time? He was crawling. Technically, he wasn't really crawling. It was like he was doing the worm or something, you know? Uh, Yeah. I don't don't know. But he he was a, a... I'll put it like this. With, at least with this movie, you do get more of a backstory because with the original, you don't get anything. You don't even see him, right? You you never see him either. I mean, the closest you come to seeing him is like when he's chasing the final girl through the house, and you get like quick body shots of him, and of course when he grab yank her by the hair and pull her back into the staircase. But other than that, you never see him, and in the original, he's never caught either. Mm-hmm. So I think that just kind of added a little bit more to that whole like creepy vibe to that movie but with this one since they decided to give a whole backstory and they introduced the whole thing with agnes and uh, um so okay so we're going there I, I might as well go there um the whole thing with with billy's family and how agnes came to be um I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna just turn it over to you and just let you kind of describe all of that. What do you mean, like describe Agnes? Well, like how how did she come to be and and the whole thing, oh. his family life. I mean, it's so unfortunate because just from he he wasn't even given a chance, you know. So his parents, you know, um, hated each other, and the mom hated Billy. The dad, on the other hand, he was willing to, like, he really loved him, you know? He was always making sure that he had presents and stuff like that, keeping the mom in line whenever she would try to, like, say something snippy to him. You, I know you remember the scene when he was leaving out cookies delicately for Santa and, you know, his mom all greasy. Ah, what you doing that for? He's not coming, you know? They and like to see you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> into every character no matter what movie we're talking about (laughs) but yeah that's that's what she said and so like you kind of feel bad for him because it's just like he's just a kid you know and she really just did not like her own son you know I don't know if if it was because well technically they did say why it was because he looked just like his father so then um one day, I guess the the mom she was having an affair with someone and uh, this other guy, some and basically, <laughs> yeah, some other greasy guy. He was so greasy, but yeah. So then they pretty much come into the house and uh, they murder Billy's dad, and Billy is peeking underneath the door and he sees it happening, and they just so happen to um you know they kind of like hit him you know and in the head and then they kind of put like a plastic bag or like a a garbage bag over his head you know and it was kind of like you know pretty much what billy learned right and it's it's really sad actually when you really think about it because it's like he wasn't really given a chance it's like it's not quite his fault you know that he's a psychopath you know so um then after that you know uh they try to bury the you know, Billy's dad underneath the house and Billy, you know, with his eyes looking and 
you know, they catch him or they see him and they pretty much lock him upstairs in the attic. And that's where he just stays. He has a little rocking chair and he's just rocking back and forth, you know, and unfortunately one disgusting night uh when billy's mom was trying to get it on with her new boo the greasy one this is like uh years later you know so like at the time billy's maybe like 12 or 13 years old his mom um pretty much well her partner passes out so she decides to go upstairs and get it on with her son which is gross and she does and because of that she gets pregnant with agnes so agnes is billy's sister and his daughter yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that's basically what it is, too. It's like, yes. And, and the whole thing is like the mother, like, taunts Billy with that, too. Because, as you know, they're looking in the crib and everything. She looks back up at the ceiling. She's like, She's my family now. Yeah. That's like, So, like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Like, you, yeah. Like, what the, what, what, this lady was clearly. <laughs> Something was wrong with this lady, of course. Yeah, definitely. Ugh. And and poor Agnes, uh, she falls into the same, you know, you know, trap that Billy falls into. She doesn't really have a chance either because of right. who she's being raised by. Mm-hmm. And of course, Billy, you know, ends up. Now, I always thought it was interesting the fact that Billy, he comes down, and he's looking at Agnes because you know she noticed him behind the tree looking at her, and. Why, okay, why do you think that he came down and attacked her? You know, I, I guess that's something that I never really quite understood. It's, it's kind of like he just snapped one day, and I don't understand why or where that came from. Why now, you know, or then? It was just very strange, but maybe it was just because, you know, he had it. He had it just being in, being up in the attic. He wanted to have his Christmas time. You know, it just seemed like he was just a kid who really liked Christmas at first, and he wanted to be able to have a Christmas cookie, just like Agnes was having her Christmas cookies, you know? Yeah, and he decides, this is, I, th- I guess this is where he just completely loses it because, like, he stabs Agnes in the eye. He he kills um, the greasy dude by stabbing him through the eye with a, I guess that was like a, a, a cone or something, <laughs> like an ice cone. Yeah. Icicle or something looking thing or whatnot. And his eye goes popping out the back of his head, which was a crazy shot. And then he takes the mom, he chokes her with the damn uh, Christmas lights. <laughs> and then he takes her in the kitchen and beat her to death with a doggone rolling uh, <laughs> pin. <on> <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that, he decides, hey, I'm going to have mommy cookies. And yeah. yeah, and then he proceeds to take the cookie cutter and basically takes out chunks of her back and, and actually makes cookies and so when the police show up they find him sitting in the kitchen drinking milk and eating flesh cookies <laughs> I mean he looked very comfortable and happy too uh, yeah he did Ugh. but that, that was kind of gross especially that close up shot of his mouth it was like oh yeah like really do we really need that <laughs> um so um uh, Real quick, because uh, I did uh, go over the cast and everything, and when you when you look at the cast of actresses that they got for this movie, um, mm-hmm. most of these actresses, I mean, of, at the time they were somewhat new-ish, but 
as the years have gone on now for the most part you know they are kind of main staples you know whether it's in like um like certain genre pictures and everything i mean mary elizabeth weinstead she's been in a lot of stuff not just you know like horror movies and things of that nature but she you know done a lot of things um and then of course michelle trachtenberg and um katie cassidy because that was like one of her first this was one of her first movies um <laughs> I, I think it was her first actually i might have to look it up again but i think it was her first but so, what did you what did you think of the casting uh, for this movie you know what? I like the casting for this movie. You know, I really like um, Michelle Trachen Trachenberg. Trachenberg. Yeah, I really like her, you know, especially like I remember when I first saw her when she was on uh, Pete and Pete. Yes. <laughs> she was on Pete and Pete and uh, Harriet the Spy. That was my movie, you know. I wanted to be Harriet. Anyway, um, so I think that that's actually what attracted me to, to watching it as well as... Um, the girl who's on um, Mean Girls, Lacey. Chabert, yeah. Yeah, her. So, um, but yeah, seeing seeing uh, those two in the movie and I really wanted to check it out. I think that these girls actually look more like sorority girls than in the original one. Well, I mean, in the original, half of them was like in the damn, was damn near 30, so. I know. So, <laughs> I feel like they, 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 they not saying that the, the, the women, they didn't look great. They, they looked wonderful. But I just feel like they looked, these, you know, women, they looked more like sorority girls, you know? So I actually like the cast. I don't really care too much for the characters, but at the same time, I don't feel like the characters are fully developed. They're not. You know? So it's like, and it's not their fault, you know? <laughs> I don't really think that that was like, to be honest with you, their focus. I kind of think that this movie was most likely rushed, you know? Like they probably just wanted to make a make a quick buck you know um because when you think about it it's kind of like nowadays i feel like nothing has changed from years ago it just seems like you know hey you know let's put out a horror movie um basically we, we need to put people in seats and stuff like that so how are we going to do that oh i know so it's just kind of like a tar like targeting high school and college students you know what i mean so it's just like that's why i even feel like um with the new black christmas not gonna lie. I feel like that's why they're doing it as well. Because when you think about it, I actually liked uh, the Happy Death Day. You know, with Death Day, Happy Death Day, that was their target. You know, when you when you see who's really going to the going to theaters, it is those um, you know teenagers, college students. You know, it's not that I don't like going to the movies. It's just like I'm very selective. You know, um, back in 2006. Um, I was like 19, so um, I wasn't selective, you know, too much back then. I would just go. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if, if hopefully I answered your question. No, 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 you did. I mean, it's funny. In 2006, I was 20, so. <laughs> well, maybe well, I was 19, maybe because we are the, like we're like the same age, right? Yeah, I was born in February of '86, so yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, I mean, it's it's kind of always been that thing. Um, you know, even the older horror movies. That's that was always kind of the demographic was that, you know, high school to college age group mm -hmm. or whatnot. Because in the movies, that's generally who was being stalked and killed. <laughs> for the most part 
Um, but but yeah, I mean, I did. I I would say this as far as from a overall cast standpoint, I would have to give the nod to the 2006 version, even though I do like um margot kidder in the original because she was just she didn't care what she said or whatnot and she was drunk half the movie anyway so yeah uh, yeah so i I mean she was like one of my favorites in the original um i actually liked her better than the the actual lead actress that was in it um but with this uh, going back to something you said too these characters they're they're not likable people at all because they they argue with each other you got the one girl that was fooling around with uh with katie cassidy's character uh, boyfriend and somehow it ended up on the internet but we never really got like the full backstory of that yeah i really wanted that backstory yeah and it just it was kind of weird and and i mean uh i'm trying to think um mary elizabeth weinstein's character she seemed like a nice girl but then you realize like she's not really such a nice girl mm-hmm. and i mean and every so often somebody's yelling to call somebody a bitch yeah. or whatnot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, and then the, the, the one girl eve agnew they just treated her like she was literally the red-headed stepchild of the mm-hmm. group and you only see her for that one flash and I kind of hated what they did in regards to her character because I felt like they wanted to set it up as if maybe she was really Agnes, especially with the name of being Eve Agnew mm-hmm. and how they do the flashback revolve around her. But they kind of dropping them like, so what was the point of introducing this character if if she's not, if you're not going to pay off with it later? Right. So, uh, I don't know, but but I do. I did enjoy this cast, and it, and it kind of sucked that some of them got killed off as quickly as they did because, like I say, these are somewhat you know known name actresses or whatnot. So you just kind of like I don't know. Well, this was a Weinstein um production, so you know he probably you know Harvey Weinstein. But anyway, we're not gonna talk about him. Um, but you know they did get some of the best you know young actresses at the time and everything and. Like I said, I felt like for what they was given to do, I thought all of them did do a good job in what they were given to do with this movie. Right. So I agree. Um. So next thing I want to talk about here is um. Now, w- one thing about this movie, I felt like they could use, they needed more of, and and this is kind of comparing it to the original. And I do feel like they needed a John Saxton type character here, <laughs> you know, because, you know, he was the cop in the original and you don't get that presence here. But I I felt like that's what this movie was kind of lacking in, in, to some degree, mm-hmm. because you never leave. You never leave the house, actually, except for, you know, that quick, you know, when Billy breaks out of the asylum and then, of course, at the very end. But everything takes place at the house in this one. But I think if you had like a a cop type character who's like trying to save them, I think that would probably add a little bit more to it. Gave it a little bit more um, levity, I guess, or whatnot. But we don't really get that. I'll, how do you feel about that? Well, I did notice that as well. I noticed that the locations, they were very limited. So there were probably about three locations yeah. the house outside of the house um 
in the hospital. Yeah. And the, yeah, and, and the asylum. And that's just well technically four. But but no. Um I kinda like that it it was just like very limited. It seemed like they were trying to be um mindful about that. It, it, I don't I think that they've obviously put um their funds into some other things. I I would think that it's probably in the gore because the gore in this movie is uh is pretty awesome, you know. Um but I don't know, like I'm I'm not I don't mind when movies do that, especially when when they have like a great storyline, you know. Um I don't really feel like this one has a a, a great storyline like as as we discussed earlier, even um which I'm sure we'll get into, like with the twist, you know, the like the plot twist at the end. Mm. Um, I don't really, I don't really know if it if it matches up, if that makes sense. Uh, explain it one more time. So, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you you're lost. No, 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 I, think no. I, I probably didn't even answer it. Well, no, something I'm, I was just saying is I like the fact that there are, I don't mind when movies, they're, they're limited with locations, Okay. you yeah. know? So it seemed like they probably put their funds elsewhere, perhaps in the cast, or honestly, I think that it could be, um, like the set design, it could be even in, because there was like a lot of gore mm. in this movie, and um, I really liked it a lot, because even when you think about the original one, there there wasn't that much gore, no. all, you know? So, um... So I, I kind of like that, but I don't know. Just as far as it goes with with the locations, I don't have a problem um, with like the limited locations. Is what I was trying to say. No, no, no. I I, I didn't have a problem with that either. Um, but it just well, I, I would say this: there there's certain shots in the movie that, um, especially when it gets down to just uh, what was it. Uh, what's her name kelly and lee as your final two mm -hmm. um in the house with uh kyle played by oliver hudson there's certain shots of the house that looks identical to the original hmm. there, there, there is like the, the staircase it, mm -hmm. lo it looks identical to the original and i thought they did a good job with that um and i do have to agree that the cinematography because the, the the way it's shot and like the, all the different like the colors and brightness and everything in the house i do like and it's like as characters get knocked off i don't know if you notice or not the house starts to get darker right that's true yeah and like I, I i never really noticed that but i paid attention to it to that when i was watching it this time i was like huh that's interesting it's like every time someone's getting knocked off mm -hmm. the house starts to, is getting darker and darker to when it's your final people is the house is you know complete darkness mm -hmm. so yeah they, i mean they they did do some good stuff with this movie it just i felt like like you said too that maybe it was rushed because i did read too that there was quite a bit of reshoots and rewrites to every to the script and everything like that so there probably was a lot of problems with with this production but i mean they did you know make a fairly decent slasher movie i i, I give them that i mean do i do i wholeheartedly enjoy it no but i can pick out things that i did like about the movie 
at least. That's cool. That's really cool of you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I've i grown to some degree. I mean, because I remember back when, and and you know, when, when they was in, like, when Hollywood was in remake, you know, heaven, as, as, as I call it, or could call it remake hell, whichever you want to call it. Um, But I used to, like, load <laughs> when they would be, like, making all of these horror movies or just, you know, remaking movies in general. Because I was like, no, you're ruining my childhood, damn it, you know, type of thing. Yeah. But, but it, I, I was like, okay, you know, I'm not going to, just because they're remaking something that I, I hold near and dear to my heart, it doesn't diminish what the original was. Right, right. And that's that's kind of like what I was trying to say earlier. I feel like I used to be like one of those people because um, where it's just like, I felt like it was like taking away from my childhood yeah. because you know how much I love Night of the Demons. Like that, like is everything to me, you know? And I remember when I first heard that they, you know, that they were going to do a remake, I was hurt and I didn't understand like, well, who asked for this? Because I didn't, you know? And so it's like, but I, and I gave it a chance, you know, I decided to watch it and I gave it a chance. Um, but then I would just see things like I'm like, no lie. Like I, I was like probably like 10 minutes into the movie and I'm annoyed. <laughs> um, and so just I, I was, I can honestly admit that I was annoyed and I knew right then and there, you know what? I can't even give it a fair shot because how much I love the original. I still watched it and I didn't like it. And, you know, I mean, I really bashed it. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. And then I rewatched it like a couple of years after that. Um, and I still felt the same way that, that I'm not a fan of it. I guess just the only difference is, and not saying that you have to be like this or, you know, or not saying that you're, you shouldn't speak your opinion, but, um, I, I stopped reviewing movies like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you know how hard it is to even make a movie. And so it, it's just like, obviously a lot of it goes into it and maybe, you know, like maybe the writer like really put their heart and soul into this, you know, and then here I am just tearing it apart. So, yeah, yeah. no, 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 I, I definitely agree, especially, I mean, because, I mean, you have, you know, you've done, you know, film, so you know exactly. And that's something that I want to actually get into and everything. So I, you know, and because I like all the behind the scenes stuff from making movies and stuff. So I've seen the very best behind the scenes stuff. And then you see the worst behind the scenes right. stuff. And sometimes the behind the worst behind the scenes stuff actually ends up making a great freaking movie. Mm-hmm. And the opposite with, you know, you can have a great behind the scenes and the movie turns out to be complete crap. But it, right. you know, it kind of goes like that sometimes. But yeah, I mean I I've kind of gotten to that point too, to where it's like, you know, these people, they do, you know, they, they put, you know, they set out to do something. It might not a hundred percent go the way they necessarily want it, but at the end of the day, they did do it at least, um, you know, as far as making a movie, because like I say, it is hard to make a movie, especially when you're having to deal with reshoots and rewrites and, you know, that type of thing where things are constantly changing so it, that can be like a drain on on people too so you know so yeah I, I've, I've gotten to that mindset to where i don't outright bash you know movies or anything like that but i mean when it comes to what rob zombie did with halloween i i i, I just 
<laughs> Look, I, I put it like this. I, I said it before, like in previous episodes that I've done, especially when I bring up his redneck hill, as I call it. Um, the first Halloween that he did, I give the first half of the movie credit because the second half is just like, okay, we're just kind of redoing what John Carpenter did with the original, right? Yeah. And then the second movie, I, 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 I literally hate that movie. Because I felt like he was on some type of acid trip or whatnot that he made. I don't know. They just they said, "Here, Rob, do whatever." He was like, "All right, fine, here we go," you know, type of thing. And that's and because that, the second movie just completely just yeah. it, it diminished what Halloween was supposed to be. And right. Even what even kind of what he set out with the first movie, it kind of diminished that to some degree. So mm-hmm. I have no qualms about trashing that movie and right. everything. And you know. There's, I'm not saying, um, not that you're saying this. I'm not saying that you can't like, again, like speak your opinion. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, you know, like, I feel like the, the way you even worded it, you know, like, you know, it can be, it can be, it can come off a little bit harsh, you know, but I, I get your point on it, you know, but like, there's a movie and I don't know if we really spoke about this movie, but um, I'm not going to say it, you know live right now you know what but after the show like i'll tell you personally or if someone's listening and they really want to know then they can just you know send me um a message you can tweet me let me know and then that you want to know what I'm, which movie i'm talking about and i'll let you know but there's a movie that came out um and i noticed that everybody is all over it it's it's a horror movie and people are in love with this movie in love with it so I was really excited to check it out. You know, I was very excited. I watched the trailer. I thought it looked good. You know, I was reading some reviews, spoiler-free reviews and stuff. And people were saying that, hey, this is terrifying. You know, I never get scared, you know, when I watch horror movies. But this one freaked me out. And it's just like, you know how it is because you watch a lot of horror movies. When you find a horror movie that actually scares you, yeah. like, it's just like, it's like finding a unicorn, Okay. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a wonderful feeling. And sometimes though, like I have to say like a couple of times this year, I did, you know, run into some unicorns, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that. But with this movie, I, I kind of put out a tweet about it too. This movie, honestly, it gave me a headache. Hmm. It literally sucked the, like the life out of me. Oh. Like I was so drained at the end of it. And it's like, I don't know if that was the goal. Was was that the filmmaker's goal? You know, I don't know. I, I cannot understand it. And for the life of me, but like I said, I keep on hearing people say, no, you need to rewatch it. I can't. I cannot. Usually I <laughs> I go back, but it's like, because it's like I recently watched it. Yeah. Like within the last two or three months, I'm going to need like a, a couple of years you know, like to recover. And I know that sounds dramatic. Um, um, but it's just, it, it's just kind of like I was sitting there and I, I wasn't scared. I, I wasn't entertained. You know, I was trying to like keep myself awake. You know, mm-hmm. I watched it in the daytime, Jay. Mm-hmm. I watched it in the daytime. So it's not like I'm, you know, sleepy at night, but that, that has nothing to do with Black Christmas. You know, so, but it's like, I just, it's like, I, I, so I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I really just want to like, just say how I really feel about this movie. Like really 100% and just say it, but it's just like, I, I stopped myself and I'm like, you know what? This is someone's creation, mm-hmm. you know, and I cannot be disrespectful to someone's vision. I guess I don't 
understand their vision. And sometimes that happens, you know, it's, it's just a part of life. Yeah. I mean, there are certain movies that we're, I, I, I put it like this, um, because since we're talking about people's vision, um, even though it's not really, it was well, not really a horror movie, but it does some, it has some horror elements in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about 2001, a space odyssey. Oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, it's one of Stanley Kubrick's movies, and you know, for years you always hear about oh, this movie, you know, uh, how good it is, and you know, this, that, and the other. And when I finally got a chance to watch it, I was like, "What the hell is this? What is this? What am I watching here?" And then that ending, I'm like, "Okay, what the hell?" So I, I kind of came to the conclusion like that movie. I, I tell people it makes sense. It makes perfect sense, but it makes no sense at all, all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And because when I watched it, I literally had to kind of force myself to stay awake. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of those because this like one of the scenes that they always show from the movie is the scene where the guy is in the um, spaceship. And the reason why I even bring that up, because the main actor from 2001 A Space Odyssey was in the original Black Christmas. He plays the boyfriend in Black Christmas. So that's why I bring that up. But um, the scene with him where he's talking to the uh, the AI on the ship and he's like, open the pod bay doors. He's like, I can't do that, Hal. And it's like, it's a, it's a scary, because that's like a horror thing. And you, like sci-fi movies have kind of taken that with the whole AI thing of being, you know, they the ones that always turn against the humans in the movies or whatnot, like the aliens and everything. You know, the AI always turns against you in some type of way, right? But it's just you know kind of like what you're saying you know we might not understand people's vision with certain movies but at the same time it's their vision and every everybody you know their vision isn't meant for everyone right Um, so yeah i mean plus i've had a few like that as well in recent memory um matter of fact I, i won't say it here but like i said when we talk about the movie that you're talking about i'll bring up the two movies that i'm referring to too that i can literally kind of had to okay. force, force myself to stay awake in one and i basically had to turn it into a comedy with the second one <laughs> to, in order for me to get through it so um but uh but back to black christmas though um so okay so now i don't know how you feel about this specific character but when the girls and uh, Miss Mac are kind of upstairs and everything, they kind of freaked out, and then they hear somebody down in you know in the living room, wouldn't they? and they come downstairs, and you see this person standing and looking out the window, and you start figure out who the hell is this, and it turns out this is Lee, this is uh, Claire's older sister, and everything. She shows up, and she just seems like she don't give a damn about anything. It's like, look, you you little young you know bitches or whatnot that's basically how she come across like you young bitches yeah. you know where's my sister and everything you don't know where she is you need you need to find out where she is you know and everything um what did you think about her showing up and your thoughts about the character overall um you know i'm not gonna lie this is i, I thought that she was kind of strange i thought that she was kind of suspect because she just came in with an attitude and, and it's like, okay, first off, you act like this is your, this is going to sound so messed up, but she was acting like, I understand this is her sister, but this was like her first time really, really meeting her sister, or well, not meeting her, but like spending time with her. 
You know what I mean? And like she probably hasn't seen her in years. So, Miss, you just, first off, you didn't even knock. You just came in. And wasn't it snowing? Why is your hair perfect? There was just like so many things that was just like questionable. <laughs> she was very fabulous. You know, I'll give her that. And it was just like, she didn't have to be rude saying that she hated it. Hated being a part of the sorority, like the sorority when she was a part of it, you know? So like, and then her story, even the way she was explaining, like, you know, um, when the house mother, when she said, um, oh, well, you know, um, I don't, you know, what year were you? I don't remember you and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It sounded a little weird. Mm. So it's just like, I didn't know. I'm not saying that she had a sex change and she's Billy, you know, that would have been mind blowing. You know, I don't know how, how would that work, Jay? I don't know. But yeah, just like, I just kind of found, found her character a little bit out of place, truth be told. Um, and I'm also surprised that she survived as long as she did. And then it's like, at that point, she pretty much survived the whole movie. And then she got whammied at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty so, much. <laughs> like, wow. Because, I, I mean, I felt like her character was supposed to be like the dad who comes looking for his daughter in the first movie. That's kind of like who she was supposed to be. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. what not? And because he had this like this this type of attitude about him too when he was there. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, he had an attitude. So I guess they they kind of passed that on to her character. But you're right. She she didn't seem like she could have been like an older sister. She looked. She seemed like she was more of a mother. Right. <laughs> I she was somebody's mom. And you know, part of me feel like she was probably just friends with somebody like on set or one maybe the director or writer and like you know they were like hey girl be in my movie and that was fine you know what i mean like well, it just kind of just seemed like that well, well you know she she was actually you know she was the teacher from uh the first final destination movie oh yes yeah, she was there you go yeah so here he is they have a dimension it's another dimension film and you have the teacher from the first final destination um mary elizabeth she went on to be in final destination three mm -hmm. so there, there's quite a few connections you know to you know other dimension film you know stuff you know actors and you know in this movie in a way i'm sorry i do have a weird question for you okay i don't know if we're going to talk about this particular person <laughs> how do you feel about kyle uh good old oliver hudson um <laughs> Well, he is no Kate Hudson. I would say that. So, <laughs> so I mean, I mean, he he wasn't terrible, but he, I felt I felt like they was building they they was building him up as being like a potential suspect too, especially when he tells the story about how you say year in and you out year out you come here you come here and you leave, but you say but I live here. <laughs> and everything and when he tells the story about billy and everything like this like well could you potentially be a killer are you the one that's actually doing the killing right you know and everything because he he was like randomly showing up and you know just just conveniently and everything it's like why are you stalking outside the house and how are you not being killed off if if, if billy is doing this killing well, why haven't you been killed yet and why would you even go in the house if you know the story but i guess he was just that desperate to get that you know that that thing video or whatever yeah. 
Yeah, and and like I say, we never got the full payoff with that. But he just seemed like he was a douchebag. He uh, did, and apparently he liked having sex with girls on camera, so without their knowledge. So, so. There you go. He's an a-hole. Yeah, so because I mean, uh, Kelly do ask him like, "Am I on one of those tapes?" He never says yes or no. So. Oh, I guess that's a yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then, I mean, and then the way he gets killed off is, is kind of ridiculous in a way, but, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we kind of knew he was going to die. And he's another, like, we were surprised he survived as long as he did. Right. So, because he's the only dude, I mean, outside of Billy, you know, of course, he's the only guy that has, like, you know, a screen presence, really. True. So, yeah, I mean, like I say, because, I mean, it's one of his first you know, movies too, so he he did all right with what he was given, but I think it would have been interesting if they kind of made you think he was the killer. I know they was trying to do that, but it never really came across because we were already seeing Billy too much. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that what kind of killed a lot of the suspense too of these certain suspect characters is that we're given too much of seeing Billy. If if they would have kind of like left it to the shadows to some degree, I think Lee would have been built as more of a potential suspect. Kyle would have been built as more of a potential suspect too. Mm-hmm. But because we see Billy a little bit too much, you know it's not them. Right. So yeah. Um, let's see where else we're gonna go here. Um so uh, what do you think about uh, well, the only um cast member from the original uh, Adriana Martin as Miss Mac, because she was one of the sorority girls in the first one, and she comes and she plays the house mother here. Um, what do you think of her in this movie? Honestly, I felt like she stood out compared to the to the other characters. She had more of a presence presence to her, you know, like she didn't seem like cookie cutter. You know, and I'm actually surprised that she didn't make it. I think that, honestly, she should have made it longer than Lee. Yeah, maybe maybe her and Lee could have switched uh, you know, yeah. deaths or whatnot. But it's like, I, I like seeing her on screen, you know? So, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed her. What about you? No, I thought she was good. And I, I, For me, the, the standout scene with her is when, you know, they kind of get to this standoff where like about everyone needs to stay together. And I call it the, the night of the living dead scene of where Kelly wants to want everybody to stay in the house. And Miss Matt is like, no, everybody get your coats. We're going to get in the car. We're going to get yeah, the hell like, out of here. You know, no, right. That, I'm sorry. That really bothers me. Like, come on, think about it. It's like the house was very big. So this means that whoever it is, they could be, they could be anywhere. It doesn't matter if we lock ourselves in a room. Like, you're afraid of snow, but you're not afraid of getting murdered. Like, listen, I would honestly put on my little coat. Well, who needs a coat? Like, at this point, and honestly, you need to run down the street. Or, you know what I mean? Anywhere. You need to get out of that house. Like, I just, I don't understand. And then even with, um, what was it? Uh, What's her name? character um Lacey Dana she played mm-hmm. Dana her character when she went outside I would never I would never at this point listen guys we're gonna have to walk 
Would you go under the house? Not by myself. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm I look. I'm gonna go out here by myself to to turn on the turn the power back on. I'll be all right, even though it's a killer. But I'll be all right. right? And, and that's the thing. Like at the time, I don't think that they knew there was like a killer. But it's just kind of like it's a crazy snowstorm, and you guys are gonna send her out there by herself. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I, I will say this, when it came to her death scene, you can't really tell when the cut comes in, when it when it stops being her. And I mean, that has to be a dummy. There's no way that was her with her, you know, yeah. like that. But you can't tell when the cut happens because it's like it's really her laying there with her look, that dead look on her face. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was a, I mean, I like I said, once again, I give him credit. That was a really good shot and like i say it's very seamless when it goes from actually lacey chabert to her body dummy or whatnot you know dead body that's laying there because it you know it, the, the camera is underneath so you you see her the whole time so as i give him credit with that and she did fight a little bit i mean she didn't she tried, yeah yeah she didn't just die flat out it just it's kind of hard to fight somebody that's sitting on your back i guess <laughs> but but, uh, but yeah um but no but when miss mac when she when they're like well we should stay here no we're gonna leave and she just walks over to kelly she gives her a hug and says we'll we'll bring back help as fast as we can <laughs> She's like, i'm not staying here i mean the only fault that i feel like they have is i don't get why they didn't check the back seat well they do check the back seat but i think whichever one of them it was i think it was all the way in the back back but and, and that's so weird how did he even get out there well he, well well we'll talk about that when we get towards the end wouldn't he leave footprints on the floor and i know something but it's snowing but still like come on how how did you get in there it's a movie <laughs> That's, that's what I'm saying. I always ask those questions, though, because it's just like, come on, like, you as the viewer, you are, and I, I love this movie, but you see what I mean? Like, I'm still asking these questions. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they, they did do a lot. I mean, you don't even see Heather get killed. You just see, like, a rustle around in the car, and then you see blood splash against the windshield. Miss Matt has this crazy look on her face, like, what the fuck just happened? You know what not, and she back away, and then she get killed with a damn icicle falling from the that, damn. Uh, that, that's, even the killer, it was ice. Yeah, she don't even get killed by by Billy. She gets killed by a freaking icicle that falls from the. It's like really crazy. Like, re- like really, that's 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 how they get her out of there. But I mean, some some of the a few of the deaths were good, but a few of them were suspect. I mean, I don't know how you feel about the deaths overall in the movie. Um, some of them, like you said, some of them were good. Um, the one that was pretty awesome, but I would have, um, it kind of still made me sad because, like, you know, I really like her. Um, Michelle's or Melissa's character's death with the ice skate. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll say this because, you know, back at that time, you know, M- Michelle Trachtenberg, she was like fresh off of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and everything and she was getting more into movies so she was like one of my favorites actually and i was kind of sad that she got killed off like that i was like damn like it's like damn she just she should have just fought freaking agnes or whatnot and that's (laughs) my agnes 
we're gonna have to talk about Agnes too. Uh, but yeah, like it was just so weird because I don't know why would she turn her back to her though. Exactly. I, I, I ain't turn, look, you you better be face down, damn near dead, if not dead. Then I turn my back on you. Right. I'm not gonna turn my back on you while you stand it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or oh, I'm just gonna dive head first through the window or something. That, that's that's the only way. But yeah, she. And those skates just happen to be sitting there on the chair, but <laughs> but yeah. And but I mean that was enough. I mean it was an interesting death scene because you don't really see too many deaths in movies by skates like that. So. Right. Um. Well, what about um? What, what's her name? The other the the drunk girl, uh, Lauren. Her character, you know. Oh, that I mean that scene leading up to her death because it's like. What the okay was both of them in the room? Was Billy like fondling her or whatnot? Because that's that's a weird scene. Yeah, I I don't understand why he's doing that. Like that was just kind of random. Like if you're gonna kill her, just kill her. Like there's no need to touch. He feels he literally feels. But like I said, is that Billy or was that Agnes? <laughs> you, know, that, that God, you know what? It was probably Agnes. I, I don't I don't know. And you know, where was Agnes all these years? And what? that's another thing that's never explained. Mm. She just, she just, okay, so she, she ends up in a, you know, what, a, a foster home or whatnot with one eye, and then she goes missing. And some way, somehow, she ends up back to the house, and her and Billy, they working as a team, and it's like. When he tried to kill you. He tried to kill you, so why exactly are you so enamored with him to the point of where. Your 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 brother dad your dad brother whatever the hell, um <laughs> that yeah it, it makes no sense. The last time you saw him, he tried to kill you. Mm-hmm. So and and they haven't had any type of communication since then. So uh, that's what I mean. That's why I I feel that it, it's like this movie. It was kind of rushed, you know. Like people didn't really think about it, or they're like, oh well, you know. And I guess just. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it makes no sense. Um, so, so yeah, so we we get down to where it's it's basically Kelly, Lee, and Kyle are the only ones left at this point, and if for some reason Lee thinks that Kyle is the killer <laughs> because she hadn't seen him up to this point, mm-hmm. so she thinks he's the killer. And Kelly's like, no, it's not him. And you know, she does the whole thing with the cell phone, which I did like. I did like that scene when she does the whole text, and you realize that it's I think it's Melissa, I believe. That's a cell phone that's up in the ceiling. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. you can see it up there and she points up and they see it. And then so they decide, like, oh, they're in the attic or whatnot. So they decide to go up in the freaking attic. And of course, Kyle has to go up there first and and you think everything's all right until he gets snatched up in there, bag over his head, and you know he ends. He, I mean, he does fight for his life, so they do give him that at least. But you know he ends up still getting killed and everything. And then they end. They all end up in the attic, and I mean Agnes basically rips out Kyle's eyes and eye socket balls and everything attached to it. It's like what the hell is that? But um. And as they're kind of fighting and everything like this, Billy lights a freaking candle and then you realize, oh, it's the two of them together. <laughs> now, I mean, 
what did you think of that reveal and how everything played out up until you know until they kind of quote unquote killed them? Well, that was a major. I feel like it was a major twist, you know, because I didn't see that because everything um, up until that point I feel was pretty predictable. But I didn't think that those two would be back together. It didn't quite make sense. It didn't. You know, so <laughs> so um, that, that's why it was surprising. But, you know, I, it definitely did get my attention. You know, I kind of I liked it. I, I like the fact that it was, uh, you know, out of it, it wasn't something that I was expecting, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And uh, like I say, the way it's done, because, you know, they fight with Agnes. We know this is Agnes. We know this is Agnes. And then when that, you know, that light flickers and, and then you're like, oh, shit, <laughs> Billy's in here, too. Right. <laughs> I, I think if they really want to kind of go there, they, they could have added another twist of where Agnes and Billy start fighting. Mm-hmm. Because, like I say, the last time they saw each other, he tried to kill her. So, mm-hmm. So I think that would be interesting. They both, you know, weird and twisted, but she has resentment towards him because one, he tried to kill her. Plus, right, he did kill her mom. So yeah, know. she never got her cookies. Yeah, exactly. So and you know, it could have been cool if she was even trying to help the girls. Like she knew her brother, daddy was coming. You know, Dude, that's true. Yeah, when she's like, my my daddy's coming or something. I can't be like you. I wish I could do the voice. Well, okay, all right. we have to talk about it. Why the hell did they have to cast a guy to play Agnes? I don't know. Like, I don't know. And I don't understand why, but I mean, I guess maybe they kind of wanted them to look kind of alike, but I don't because she didn't look bad when she was a kid. Exactly. So, so I don't know. I guess she just grew up that way. Why didn't they just stick? Okay, that's why I say they had to at some point in the in the script Eve Agnew had to be Agnes. Had to be. Mm-hmm. So why didn't they just go that route and make her be... Because she would have been perfect. <laughs> she she would have been perfect. It, it would have made the most sense too. So I, I, I don't know. They Like I said, they, they, I felt like they kind of ruined it. Because even when I saw it in film, I was like, that's a dude, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's a dude. And then when I looked it up, like, it's a freaking dude. I'm like, why the hell did they get a dude? I mean, this is look. This isn't like Pet Cemetery with Zelda or whatnot. Okay, I understood that. All right, but this they they didn't have to have a guy play Agnes. In, in, and it's just like, oh my god, this is this is just ridiculous. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much, you know, they get into a big skirmish or whatnot, and the house get all, you know, burned, and Agnes gets killed, Billy gets killed, and I say that in quotation marks. Yeah. And uh, Lee and Kelly, they end up in at the hospital. Um, you know, Kelly is the one, of course, who got injured the most, so she's in the hospital, in the bed, actually. And they're there, you're thinking everything's going to kind of be a nice little wrap up and everything but no because we got to focus on the corner <laughs> we know in horror movies if you focus on the corner too much something is not gonna end well and of course it does it because billy springs to life kills the corner and agnes wakes up too and it's like how the hell are these people still alive like what? superhuman <laughs> it's like what does it take to kill these 
people. I mean, well, well, we know that Agnes is 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 inbred, so she does have like double strength, I guess. But um, but I don't know about Billy. He he wasn't, so I I don't know. But maybe it's just crazy strength, I guess. I don't know. That's what I think it was that that crazy strength. <laughs> so. So, I mean, they did kind of tie up a little thing in regards to the whole thing about Claire's present to Lee because she finally opens it uh, and everything. And it was a nice little watch and it said family forever, which I thought was a nice little thing. That was nice. <clears throat> and, you know, they kind of talking. Then the nurse comes in saying that Kelly has to go in and get another x-ray and it's best to do it now, you know, because of the storm and everything. So she leaves out and goes. Wait. I'm sorry. The part that really gets on my nerves with that nurse is, why would you close the door if you that the door is broken? Yeah, yeah. Tell me how. Just tell me how. And plus, I don't know about you, all hospitals that I've ever been at, that's, that's never been a thing. Usually they'll have somebody right there fixing the door, you know? And then on top of that, like most horror movies, that whole hospital was empty. I mean, it's the Halloween 2 effect, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Halloween 2 effect. Crazy. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to a certain part here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, uh, it, I thought this was kind of a stupid scene. I, I guess they tried to say, hey, Lee, she lived too long. We got to kill her off somehow. But how do we do it? Oh, let's make her become really stupid at this point. Because she leaves out of the room, she goes walk down the hallway, and we see where Billy is inside the room, right where she stops. And you think, oh, maybe he's gonna snatch the door open, grab her or something, and mm-hmm. kill her that way. No, she turns around. She sees now. She knows that Kelly just got wheeled away to another room. So why would she automatically be coming back in there and not say anything to you? Or what is she just gonna go back into the room and, and just go to sleep? Like really? <laughs> and so Lee goes back into the room, you see this person laying in the bed, and she's like, Kelly, Kelly, are you okay? Turns her over, it's freaking Agnes and grabs her and snap. <laughs> just yeah, snaps her neck. Paris is that snap, yeah. And it's like like you couldn't. It's like you just had to kill. It's like why did you let her survive this long? If you're gonna come up with a stupid exactly. way to kill her, so. she should have just went home. Pretty but much. Go wait in the lobby. Why didn't she go with her? True. Like, like I said, it is. It, 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 I guess this is one of the rewrites. Oh, she she lived too long. We we can't have Lee live too long. So you know, let's rewrite this and let's kill her off, basically. So. Like I said, I thought that was kind of stupid. I mean, when it comes to rewrites, I do that. That I do nitpick about because it's like, okay, you you kind of write it. It's like you're trying to write yourself out of something that probably would have went over better if, okay, the fact that your real sister was killed off, and now your your sorority sister now is your sister, and you two become close because Kelly. The running thing throughout the movie about Kelly is that Kelly didn't have. You know, she didn't have like siblings or anything. So now these two have bonded over this traumatic event. I think that would have played better. Right. But instead, no, let's let's kill off Lee, you know, or whatnot. So no, you don't get that truly happy ending or whatnot. 
so let's see when it comes to stuff like that i just kind of i do nitpick things like that but um so yeah so lee is out of out of there now so that's only kelly and she realizes that you know something isn't right and instead of being like lee she decides to get the defibrillator now what she was going to really do with that if nobody was there i don't know but she you know charging the thing up agnes comes up behind her grabs the thing charges she shocks the hell out of agnes alice agnes is done then billy he comes out of the freaking ceiling and it's like how the hell are these two crawling around in this in this hospital cell how do they know this place so well have they been here before apparently (laughs) they knew where she was like they found her yeah it's like how how did they know this hospital so well Mm-hmm. but so you know and of course this broke and once again why does kelly have to be in the broken room why does it why does the door to her room have to be broke see i <laughs> a broken room <laughs> like like what <laughs> you trying to tell me of all the rooms in this hospital she has to be in the one that has the broke door the way she think- you know what? That's so offensive because she was just almost murdered. You guys couldn't get her a better door. Exactly. You knew this room wasn't. This room door was broke. She knew. <laughs> I don't know why this is doing this. <laughs> you you know. know why. You know. You know why. <laughs> so, but, so, so she has to literally like break out of this freaking room, and she starts running down the hallway. And Billy's coming out of it. It's like, okay, no one sees. No one even tried to stop him. No, you got the, the stupid orderly. He's coming out of the room with the cart. And she falls over the cart. He just looking like a big doofus. And there's Billy right there. He picks up a scaffold. It's like, y- y'all don't see this 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 dude in, in this orange overalls trying to kill this girl. You just standing there looking like, oh, what, what's going on? You know what? It's like, are y'all that drunk? Like, really? Mm. and then i mean he stabs he stabs kind of like twice in the back as she's running through the door and then she turns around they have like a fight and then she kind of you know sidesteps him he falls down and of course he's killed by a freaking christmas tree <laughs> so <laughs> i mean it's kind of fitting that he because you know all the traumatic things that's ever happened to him has revolved around christmas anyway so how fitting is it to him for him to be killed by a freaking Christmas tree? There you and, go. And that look that she has on her face as she's looking down on him. Did you feel like maybe if they wanted to make like a part two that she could possibly be like the killer? I think that she could. I mean, what she didn't have, she doesn't have any more sisters, you know, like exactly. She she might as well. It's, it's, it's like it, it's almost like Silent Night, Deadly Night. You know, uh, you know he witnessed his family get killed by a freaking Santa. He grows up, and turns to a sadistic, crazy lunatic Santa too. There you go. So. And at this time, it's like she could she could be the house mother, but it's really her. Exactly. See, we gave him an idea, and you see enough oh. of it question for you are you going to check out the new one in theaters or are you going to wait till it's not in theaters i, I haven't decided yet <laughs> i got a week to decide but I, I haven't decided yet i don't know i i, I don't know i mean it, it, it seems interesting but 
I don't know. I might have to go with somebody. I don't know if I want to go see it by myself. I might have to go with somebody just, just for the hell of it. Because if I don't like it, I, at least I could probably find like some, some type of entertainment out of it if I go with someone to see it. Mm-hmm. So, so like, okay. I'm, I'm kind of deciding. I, I don't know yet. What about you? Um, honestly, yeah, I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna check it out because obviously I couldn't go for, to the first one, to the original one. I would have if I could have. Um, and then with the second one, I really did want to go, but I don't know why I didn't go to theaters to see it. And so it's just like, you know, now here's my chance. You know, I'm gonna go check it out. And plus, they release it on a Friday the 13th. Right? Like, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a great time if there was actually a Friday the 13th movie coming out. But, <sighs> but unfortunately, you know, legal battles or whatnot. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's another story um so I, I i got a question for you what did, did you even notice this oh uh, did you did you <laughs> okay so i noticed that kelly was the only one that was blonde and she's the only one that lives oh yeah no i didn't notice yeah i i, I thought that was kind of interesting like, oh, I wonder, I wonder why did they do that? That's really cool. No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. She, she was the only one that was blonde, and she become, she's your lead character, and she's your final girl. So, hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I just kind of noticed that. I was like, I wonder if they did that on purpose. So, maybe they did. Um, another thing too. Um, so I know we kind of talked a little bit back and forth about um this movie compared to the original. So I just want to know what exactly about this movie did you like better than the original? Um, for me, it was more relatable. Because it was during my time, kind of. You know what I mean? Um, and on top of that, I mean, I know that's just kind of weird because it's just like, usually that's not a factor, you know? Um, because I, I find that I usually like a lot of movies that are older, um, older than me, older than us, you know? Yeah. But um, there was that. It, it was like a com- it's actually like a combination of things. So um, like I was telling you earlier, I really love Christmas horror movies. But I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas, you know, not because anything terrible happened. Like, I mean, it's just I, I, I don't like how I I feel that people are very fake around this time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And so sometimes it's just exhausting. That's all. So it's just very exhausting. But, you know, of course, I love spending time with my family and, you know, even like the cheesy as it sounds, getting gifts for people because it's just it, it really does make you feel good when you pick out that gift for someone and they like it, you know, even if they don't like it. I don't care. I got you something. But um, so there's that. But like because I love Christmas horror movies so much and I love slashers, it's like the perfect marriage. But then on top of that, I really like the gore. It's like a great balance of gore, if that makes sense. Because there are sometimes you watch some movies and it's like too much blood. Like, no offense, with the Evil Dead, I felt like that's just way too much blood. (laughs) It was unnecessary, I felt, sometimes, you know. Um, And then on top of that, it's like 
it, it's it's moving at a fast pace. Like you already know well, when you just spoke about it, the start of the movie, someone's already getting killed, and not just like oh, I'll kill you, you're dead. It's like in the worst way, you know, where she didn't even get a chance, you know. So it's like I love how it's like like the bodies just keep piling up, and it's just usually one by one, even though. You know, sometimes they're making not so great decisions, but you know, because it's kind of corny, you know, it's a corny movie. I feel like that's what makes it um, a fun slasher holiday movie for me. You know, it's like usually with some holiday movies, it's like it's just something to put on that you can watch with your family or that you can even have on in the background, you know, um. I'm around some people, well, a good amount of people in my family where they're not really, um, like, especially on my husband's side, they're not huge horror fans. You know, in fact, some of them, they don't like it at all. But, you know, is that going to stop me from watching it? No, it is not. Is that going to stop me from putting it on while they're there? Of course not. I'm still going to put it on because, you know, you need to see this. You need to enhance your life. So I'm trying to help you. So because of that, it's like this is the kind of movie I feel like you would put on because it's such a fast pace and it's just throwing people into it. It doesn't really give them a chance to think about it too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like um, it's just one of those movies I feel that you can show to a horror fan. You can show to a non-horror fan. And um, I, I think that that's what makes the movie that. And again, I just feel like I connected more, you know, with the with the characters and somewhat... It, not so much the characters, but, like, more of how... Okay, so, you know, I really like fashion, right? I remember when people used to dress like that in 2006. You know what I mean? So, and it's just, like, growing up in... Even when I was living in New York, and yeah, there'll be times where that's literally how it would look with all the snow and everything. So you had to dress like that. You know, with the boots with the fur, you know? Ew, remember that song by um Flo Rida? Never mind. Okay. God, I'm just going all over the well, place. I mean, Florida only has two songs. So. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know, the one the boots with the fur. Yeah. Okay. Um, but please, yeah, hopefully I, I, I did answer the, the question for you. I'm no, sorry. I've I just been blabbing. No, no, you no, you no, you answered the question. No, you did. And speaking of Florida, I told you I got the I had the misfortune of actually seeing him live in Orlando for WrestleMania. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, I hope he don't be in Tampa. I hope but, that he is. I hope just... not. <laughs> I hope not. I don't. I don't want to see him again. I was like, like here the same two songs. So, he's gonna Maybe he don't have a new song this year. Uh, he don't have a new song. He might make a WrestleMania song. <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but what about you though? So how do you overall feel about this movie? I mean, it, it, I, I'll put it like this because it is an hour and twenty four minutes. It's it's a fast, you know, hour and a half basically. Um, I do give it that. Uh, I did like the color, and like I say, it's not something that a lot of people really pay attention to, but. And like I say, the next time you do watch, I want you to pay attention to like as if as people are being killed off, you notice that the house starts to get darker and darker. Mm -hmm. Which I thought that was a good choice to do, and everything. So, and like I say, it has its moments or whatnot. But I just 
I don't know. I, I guess I like the suspense aspect of the original just a little bit more. And the fact that Billy is a, is a non scene character in the first movie is just the fact that here's this crazy person that has broken into this freaking house and killing off these girls. And the ending in a way kind of leaves it open to like, okay, well, where the hell did he go type of thing? Yeah. So, and of course that whole thing about, you know, them trying to figure out who's calling the house because with this one is, you know, you got the cell phones. So, yeah, right. No, I mean, you got the cell phones with this one, but in the original, when the cops are trying to figure out who's calling the house and then you find out, Oh, there's actually a second line that can call into the same house. And you realize the calls are coming from inside the house. But you know what? I'm sorry. You just remind me of something. Okay. How was he just like, first off, how did he know how to use a phone? No, I'm serious. Think about it. Because he was like com completely shut out of the world, like probably like in the 80s. So, but he knew how to, and he was a kid. You never saw him on the phone. He Who wasn't was making the phone calls. It had to be Agnes. It had to be Agnes. Yeah, yeah, true, true. It had to be Agnes. Look at you, Jay. You have all the answers. <laughs> I, I don't have all the answers. If I have I'm all the answers. I'm ready to fight. Like, this is like, I just realized that. Like, well, well you know, you know that whole theory that Mrs. Voorhees wasn't doing all the killings in, in Friday the 13th and Jason was helping her? <laughs> You know, it's kind of like that with this. So. Yeah. 13 so. years later, I, I just figured it out, but okay. <laughs> it took me 13 years. Hey, it's all right. Hey. Well, I mean, this new one's supposed to be adding in like a, like an underground cult that's going on with the school and somehow, and, and this whole thing is being covered up, so they're going to add something new to this whole thing anyway, so. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, and then of course you got Carrie Elwes in it, so of course he's gonna be up to no good, probably. So, hey. Um, but no, I, I, I just, I think I just like the suspense aspect a little bit more with the original. Mm -hmm. Um, and because you, you don't really know if Billy was the one doing the killing or, well, especially with that last part. Like, what exactly happened? Because they don't show it. Did she kill her boyfriend? Did he kill the boyfriend? Or, or, or what? You, you don't really know. And then how they kind of just leave her, you know, in the room, in the house, and then they leave, but you realize that Billy is still alive. So it's like, what the hell happened here? What exactly is going on? It leaves you with this uncertainty, un unnerving type feeling. So... I just I just like that aspect of it, I guess. So, I think that's why I like the original just a little bit more. Just just because of that. Yeah. Okay. I definitely understand that. Cause I mean, the original leaves you with unanswered questions, but in a kind of nervous type of way. But this one leaves you with questions in a kind of head scratching way of like, what the Fuck, you know, type of thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but... No, no, I got it. Yeah, so, like I say, both both movies leave you with questions. It's just... The questions are different, I would say. <laughs> Emotional-wise. It, it, it's different. Um, Let's see here. Let me get my notes back up. Uh, Come on. Where the hell 
All right, so uh, all right, well, we talked about the remake already. So um, okay, so before we get out of here, of course, um, if we had to rate this movie out of five, what would you rate it as? Um, I'm gonna give it a three, just but I'm a little bit biased because I do know that it's not a perfect movie, but there's just something about it that just makes me feel so happy. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, even though it's not one of my favorites, but after watching this last time and also talking with you about it, I actually raised my rating just a little bit. So originally I was going to give it a two, but I actually give it a 2.5 out of five. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's come up. It's come up a little bit. Well, I'm glad. Um, And then also, too, uh, a favorite character. Do you have one? Um... (laughs) I was gonna say Kyle. No, I'm kidding. Can you imagine? Um, I, I like Miss Mac. I like Miss Mac. You know, I I think that she's a really great character. And um, Melissa. You know, Melissa was really cool. And I kind of like again, like we spoke about. I kind of wish that she would have survived. Um, I think that her and uh, Kelly should have should have swapped. Mm, okay. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I could have seen it. She seemed a little bit naggy. Like, she really didn't have much of a personality. Yeah, you, you're right. I mean, Melissa seemed like the... Actually, she seemed like the nice one. Mm-hmm. Everybody else kind of seemed kind of, for lack of saying, bitchy. But, yeah. I mean, Lauren, I mean, she kind of took her own self out because she drank too damn much. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really get too, too much of her character, but... She, even when she was drunk, she wasn't like sitting there belligerent or anything like that. So, but Melissa did seem like the one that you kind of, I would say, you related to the most as a character. Mm-hmm. And like I say, she was she was the nicer of all of them in a way. So, um, for me, I, I guess I have to probably go with Melissa too, as, as being my favorite. Yeah. Oh, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god agnes oh yeah that yeah that guy oh <laughs> oh man but uh but i mean this was fun um i i enjoyed talking this with you and everything um so where can the people find you well you guys can find me at realqueenofhorror.com Lovely Zena on Twitter, Mrs. Zena Sade on Instagram. And Jay, thank you so much again just for inviting me on to talk about this movie. I know that, you know, you're not the biggest fan of this movie, but I'm glad that we were able to, like, just, you know, discuss and, like, really break down the movie. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's that's kind of what we do. And it's, it's funny how, I mean, we've done quite a few movies this year. So Yeah, we have. More to come in 2020. Yeah, I mean, we're still trying to get you out of your uh, sabbatical with your uh, show. So Yes, yes, it's coming, which I'll, I'll, I'll update you. <laughs> but, I mean, in the meantime of that, is, I guess that's why I have you as a guest on my show. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, it's far from me. You can check me out on Twitter um, at jmovietalk, of course. And of course on uh, Instagram as well at JMT Podcast, and of course I'm all over the TV Zone Podcast Network uh, with things. Kind of 
we kind of taken, I won't say a hiatus to some degree, but uh, they probably, I mean, as far as TV, the movie, the TV shows, I should say, um, it's kind of mm, a little bit right now. I don't know what the mm supposed to mean, but yeah, we <laughs> we just we don't have like a lot of shows right now. But um, you can, of course, everybody can check out the Three and Out podcast, which of course is the official football show of the network, um, and everything like that. I got a new episode of that going to be dropping here soon. Um, and then of course, uh, movie talk because I'll be back for episode one forty three, where I'll be joined by uh, Chantel and Christian of the For Frodo podcast, where we'll be talking the original Black Christmas Ooh. and everything. So uh, it'd be interesting to hear their thoughts on that more so than mine. Um, but yeah, that's uh, pretty much for this episode. Uh, Zena, uh, any last words? Just happy holidays. <laughs> Well, how about you're my family now? <laughs> yeah, I always going to say it, Paul, but I can't do it the way you can. <laughs> Bro. Or, or better yet, Santa's not coming to see yeah. you. <laughs> she was just like really sucking down those cigarettes. You know Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Like, how the hell did that dad end up with her? That's the that's a movie know. we need to see. Like, how the hell she he probably, got together? Jesus. He probably lied. You know, she probably lied. Like she was talking sweet, had a, some, you know, I don't know, breath mints or yeah. a mint to help her. I don't know. I Combed her hair, washed it. Yeah. yeah. So. And then after they get together, she was like, ah, this is the true me. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. She could finally be herself, you know. Oh man. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> but uh but thank you again, Zena, for joining me on this episode. And like I said, I'll be back for episode one forty three and peace.